Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina. And the last line of that song is, I'll even go the way to Calvary. Amen? Amen. (coughs) Excuse me. We're so glad that all of you could join us. That's all right. You have to listen to it for a while before you can hear it all just perfect. I was there when she recorded it. That's how I know. Okay, amen. You did very good, though. And so um, we're just, um, we're growing. God's blessing us. And you need to pray for your pastor tonight because she's a little tired, okay? Praise the Lord. I'll be fine. I just need to go to bed. I had a long day yesterday and a long day today. And I'm depending on the Lord, as you are. Some of you had a very long week today. And you need a little a little, little more grace, too, as we all do. Usually by the end of the week, we can tell it's the end of the week. <laughs> but that's okay. God always comes along to refresh us and to strengthen us and to help us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, I have something on my heart that I want to share with you. We've been praying for Brother Sam for many years, many, many years. Brother Sam, oh, we've been praying for him and for his recovery for many, many years. And for those of you who don't understand, uh, many years ago, Brother Sam was involved in a very serious accident, and it crippled him. And so he's been growing in faith since he came to be with us, and he's learning the word just like we all are. And from time to time, the devil attacks him again and tries to convince him that God isn't going to do what God's promised to do, but God's always faithful, amen? And we're going to pray tonight before we get off the air just for Brother Sam. Now, when we get to that part, saints, I'm going to need you to be focused. I'm going to need you to be in unity. This is not a time to pray for Aunt Millie's big toe. We're not praying for Aunt Millie's big toe. We're praying for Brother Sam. And when we do it, all of us need to be praying for the same thing at the same time. Brother Sam's healing. Not anything else. This is not the time to to pray for your dog. It's not the time to pray for anybody else or anything else. It's time for us to be the body of Christ with the same words, the same thought, the same heart. We need to be in unity. Because when we are in unity, as the scripture says, God releases the commanded blessing, and that's what we're believing God to do. We're believing God 
to touch Brother Sam in a way that he's never been touched before. Amen? So I want you to get your faith out. I don't know what box you put it in, what door you hid it behind, but I need you to go get it up and and blow the dust off of it because you're going to need your faith tonight. No, this is not the Friday night where you just slide into church and just lay there and listen. No, we've got to get some work done in the kingdom. We're the body of Christ. This is miracle internet church. We believe in miracles. Why? Because the miracle working God is our God and he lives in us. So we're going to come together as the body of Christ and we're going to pray for a miracle in Brother Sam's life, in his health situation. You know, I asked you all um, the other day to keep him lifted in your prayers. And I got a small message from him saying that it was difficult to communicate because there were so many IVs. So I know that he's to some degree quite uncomfortable physically. And you know when you're, you've been sick for a long period of time, it, it bothers the way you think and how you feel and what you focus on. It does. When you're sick for a little while, you're not your regular self. Well, you're not, you know. And so Brother, Brother Sam has been sick for a very long time. There were times when he's done better and times when it's not so great. But we're going to lift him up in prayer. We're going to do what we're supposed to do. We're going to use our faith and the love of God that's been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit to pray for Brother Sam. And we're going to see results from our prayers. God honors our faith, our corporate faith, God honors. You know, every time we have a fast, Brother Sam is listed on the prayer list. Well, he needs our prayers. That's why he needs our prayers. And we, if it were you, this is what you would want us to do for you. If it were you, this is what you would want us to do. This is what you would believe that we would do for you without being asked. So, as I was saying, wherever you hid your faith this week, even if it's in your lunchbox, go get it. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. Because we're getting ready to use it. And we're getting ready to ask our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, to do things in Sam's body that only God can do. You know, medical science is what it is. It's medical science. They do their best, but they don't know everything. And they didn't make Brother Sam. God did. So we're going to ask God to do in Brother Sam what only God can do. God knows what the hindrance is, what the roadblocks, what the walls 
are, whatever is the problem, God knows where it is and he knows what to do. And we're going to trust him to do it. We're going to trust him in a few minutes to do what Brother Sam needs. He needs miracles released into his body. You know, not too long ago, Brother Bill and I called him, and we prayed with him and prayed for him. And his prayer language finally came through after all this time. He finally got his prayer language. So, Lord, no sooner than that happened, then Satan attacked him again. And, you know, we've been praying for him to have an advocate. You know, they, they're there at the hospital. They're checking up on your case, making sure you don't get neglected and overlooked and things happen to you that are not supposed to happen. And I firmly believe that that's part of what the problem is. So we're going to put all the problems in Jesus' hands. We don't know what all the problems are, but nonetheless, by faith, we can give them to him. And we can release our faith and the love of God that has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit for God to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think for Brother Sam. All right, Sam? So I want you to be thinking about that because in a few minutes, that's what we're going to do. In a few minutes, that's what we're going to do. So I thought I would let you know. I thought I would tell you so that if there's something in your life, some unforgiveness, some anger, some whatever frustration, whatever happens, you'll go ahead and repent and we'll be ready to go. Everybody's heart and mind will be clear. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ took our infirmities, all of our afflictions, all of our griefs, all of our sorrows. He took all of our sin on the cross. He's already paid the price for every healing that we will ever need. And as long as we are on this earth, Satan will continue to attack us, and we will continue to attack back. So, Father, come before you in the blood of Jesus Christ. We come before your throne with boldness and with love and with faith, seeking your mercy on behalf of Brother Sam. We repent of any sin in our lives that would hinder our prayers from going forth. Everything that happened in the last month that got in the way, Father, we repent of it right now in Jesus' name. And we loose ourselves from it. We cut ourselves free from everything that's happened to us, every spirit, every entity, every event, every circumstance, that was in violation of your word. We cut ourselves free and we loose ourselves from it 
in the name of Jesus Christ. We offer to you, Father, true repentance, godly sorrow that worketh true repentance. And we ask you to continue to strengthen us in our weak places. Help us when we go wrong, Lord. We need your help every moment. We cannot live without you, and neither can Brother Sam. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we release our faith in you. We release our faith in the word. We release the love of God that is in our hearts, poured out in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And we ask you, Lord, to reach down and touch Brother Sam, wherever he is. I gathered he was in a hospital. So, Lord, we lift our hands up to you, and we release our faith and love. And we ask you to take your hands and do what is necessary, what is needful, what is required for Brother Sam's healing and wholeness. In Jesus' name, we know, Lord, that when we ask anything according to your will, that you'll do it. You said if we'd ask, you do it. So we know we have the petition that we've asked for in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Rike de la brisa la de yosunde de la brisa la de yokur gula la de yasite de bri. Rike de la brisa la de yosur la de yakurra da regise. Ruke de la brusha la de yasanda la braka kieshi. Sola de yosunda la brise de la bri. Kisha recite la bruka da recite la bruka. Sharra kaharekise de la bruse. Yarra kite ruko horekise tarabaro. Kiba babaro sala la de yosur rikise. Rana la de yosunde de brisha la de yosunde de brake de diosalada. Rokoto rike de brisha la de yosunde de brisha tarabroka. Rike de risa la de yosunde de brisata. Rike de brusha la de yosunde de brike de rukuhore. Rike de brusha la de yosula la de yosunde de bruka bababa. Rike de brusha la de yosula la de akarisi. Rela la de yosunde de brisata la brike de riasata la bro. Rike de brusha la de yosula la yakaharikiasa. Thank you, Lord, for receiving our prayers. And thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for developing his faith as you do this in his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise, Father. Yes, sir, that is better. That's much better. That's much, much, much better. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Heavenly Father, when our loved ones forsake us, we know you will be there for us. Thank you for the truth that you will never cast off your people 
and you will not forsake your inheritance. I praise you for including us in that number, Lord. We believe the promises of your word, Father. Therefore, we know you will not let us be forsaken or desolate any longer. This is because you delight in us, Lord, and we will praise you forever. Realizing these precious truths, we cast all our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. You, O Lord our God, are merciful, and we know you will not forsake us. Thank you, Father, for setting your love upon us and delivering us. Indeed, you have set us on high because we know your name. When we call upon you, Father, you always answer us. Thank you for being with us in times of trouble and for delivering us and honoring us. Amen. And honoring us. All our hope is in you, Father. We will praise you because you are the health countenance and you are our God. You are the glory and the lifter up of our heads. Because of your promises, we will be strong and of good courage. You always go with us, Father, and we know you will never fail us nor forsake us. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for loving us. Amen? We love him because he first loves us. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask that you give Brother Sam, a knowing and a sensing, a perception of the love that we have released toward you and toward him tonight. We want him to know that he knows that he knows that we love him and that we are praying for him and that we are standing with him and helping to bear his burden, as the Bible tells us to. We want to thank you, Lord, for this opportunity and this privilege to be servants in your kingdom. You know, somebody said that they will know that we are Christians by our love. So we thank you, Father, that as the situation unfolds and as you're strengthening his faith, that he will know that he's not alone. He's not alone because you're there with him and in him. He's not alone because there's this great cloud of witnesses of all the saints that have gone on before us in agreement with our prayers for him. He's not alone because his family, the body of Christ, Miracle Internet Church, is with him. He's not alone because his wife and his son are there with him, Lord. He's not alone. So, Lord, we ask that you touch him. Touch him in a very special way, Lord. And let him know all the things that he ought to know. 
in Jesus' name. We ask that you bless those that minister to him, Lord, so they can minister to him in your spirit and not in their flesh. Amen. We lift him up to you, and we give you praise for him, Lord. We've been growing and growing in our faith, believing you to do the impossible in his life. So we want to thank you, Lord. And we're going to keep standing with him and keep believing and keep praising and keep thanking. We are a family. We are the family of God. Miracle Internet Church. Amen. Amen. I've been carrying that around, not just all day today. I've been carrying that around, I think, for a few weeks now. And I can tell that I've actually been carrying it around. We want to thank the Lord for his goodness, his goodness to the children of men, his goodness to his people. Thank you, Lord. You know, the enemy tried to get on my nerves today with this computer so that I would forget to do this and forget to pray for Brother Sam. Because remember, I've been asking everyone to keep praying. Well, the enemy didn't get away with it. We did what God called us to do. And we're going to keep doing it. Amen? Amen. And now that we know we love one another and pray for one another, the Bible says and I think let me get the scripture right. Amen. Amen. Ah, First John, chapter four, verse seven, six through eight. First John, chapter four, beginning with verse six through verse eight. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby we know the spirit of truth, spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not. Knoweth not God, for God is love. Amen? Amen. So if you think you're with a group of people that all we do is whatever you think church people do, it's time for you to grow up because we love one another here. And if you're going to hang out with us, you need to be prepared to love. Amen? There are no perfect people on this planet. Everybody has a flesh. Everybody has a flesh. There aren't any people that don't. 
Everybody's got some degree of corruption. Why? Because we're on earth. We're human. We got that flesh part. But some people have the love of God deep in their heart. And Jesus shows up when they're around. Everybody's got a flesh. But some people have Jesus. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's see. What else was I going to say? I'll get to it in a minute. Anyway, I truly enjoy um, the praise reports from the other night. You have no idea what they do for me and for the other members of the leadership. It brings joy to our hearts to hear of the wonderful thing that God is doing in your life. It means that our labor is not in vain. Yes, we read the scripture, but you bring the confirmation. Thank you for that. You know, many of you are so kind-hearted, and you show your kindness all the time. We praise the Lord for you. It's hard doing this ministry. That's why a lot of people don't do deliverance and don't press into healing. It's hard. There's a lot of opposition that you get from Satan in ways you just wouldn't believe. It's very difficult. He fights you at every single turn. Nothing is simple. Nothing just floats on. The one thing we can be sure of, he's got a plan and he's going to try something else. And I think you're coming to understand that as we've had uh, computer difficulties and broadcasting difficulties lately. The enemy does not like what we do, but God loves it. So we're going to keep doing it, all right? The enemy hates it, but God loves it. So we're going to keep going. Amen. We were sent into the kingdom for such a time as this. And we're going to fulfill our call in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue and every witch and every warlock and every sorcerer and every wizard and every diviner that speaks against us, we condemn what they've said. We thank you that our God is greater, and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen? Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen? Amen. Don't forget that. I know there are times when you're babbling whatever the devil's sending your way, and you feel like you're by yourself. But that's the devil. That's not God. And you need to bind that up and slap Satan right back in his face with that. That's not God. That's just the devil coming to to bother you. 
and you shouldn't let him get away with it. Amen? You look at your checking account and went, oh, well, it came in and it went out. <laughs> well, relax. The more is coming in. Our God provides our needs. We're his. He takes care of his own and even those that aren't his own. Amen? Because most of us can testify that even when we were in the world acting crazy, God took care of us. He watched over us. Somebody somewhere on the planet prayed for us. Amen? So we want to thank God. He forgave us for every bad choice we ever made, and that was a lot of bad choices, and we know it. Amen? Amen. And he doesn't hold it against us anymore. So we can just come out of that guilt complex thing. That's just ridiculous. When your sins have been washed away, they've been washed away. And that's that. Praise God. Amen. So we want to thank all of our first-time listeners for joining us. Hang in there. You might just find out that Jesus is the love you've been looking for. You've been searching all over the world looking for somebody to love you. Well, Jesus Christ is the love that never fails. Hang in there. You'll find out. Amen. Amen. So we need to pray, don't we? <laughs> we were praying. We need to pray. <laughs> we need to pray some more. I almost forgot that. <laughs> All right. We want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your plan for us. Before the foundation of the world, we want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you for the wall that surrounds us, the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for linking shields. We want to thank you for every protection and every provision that you've made for us. Help us to receive them by faith, Father, in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for the praising angels that come every time we meet together. But most of all, we want to thank you for you. Life would not be the same without you. We tried already doing things our own way, and that failed. And so we had to grow up and come to realize that we need you more than we need anything. So thank you, Lord, for being our everything, because you're the everything that we need. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. 
We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his evil works and powers. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness, and we send them in the spiritual cages in Jesus' name. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attack, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We send back, Father, every snake attack. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We bind the snake. We bind the venom. We bind the strike. We bind the constrictions of the snake. We we bind its belly, sliding on its belly, laying on its back, pretending to be dead. We decapitate it with the sword of the spirit in Jesus' name. We decapitate it in the name of Jesus with the sword of the spirit in Jesus' name. We decapitate that thing, Lord. We didn't ask for that, and you didn't send it. Every serpent attack, no matter what kind of serpent, order, rank, or type, decapitate it in Jesus' name. All the way from the church house to the White House. We send those attacks back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. We bind all force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes. Pornography, curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, false microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons in Jesus' name. 
We bind all trafficking demons, all reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all brainwashing and Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all marine and water spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks. Sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, drone spirits and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, in Jesus' name, headache spirits, in the name of Jesus. If you get migraines, you need to cough that demon up in the name of Jesus. Yes, amen in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, we raise the shield of faith, and we quench all the fiery darts of the enemy, all of those nasty words and thoughts that are being sent our way. We shut them down with the the shield of faith in Jesus' name. We bind them. We send them back wherever they came from in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. We bind all unclean devils in their attacks, unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils, their attacks, sorcery devils in their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits, whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger in their attack, all targeted radio frequency, all pulse weapons in their attack, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over people calling us and, and sending us mailing, whether email or postal mail to uh, seduce us into doing something God doesn't want us to do. We bind their efforts in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind their constant barragement, bombardment, and harassment in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them back where we came from. We didn't ask for that. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, mystic rituals in their intent. We bind the work of every druid. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, all 5G and components, everything coming from outer space, from the satellite, from the cell towers, and through our devices in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, 
Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Chinese, Asian, Malaysian, Indonesian. From Afghanistan, from North and South Korea, from Japan, from Iran, from Iraq, from Arabia, from any place along the Mediterranean. China, Rika Japan, Ruka Dedia Brishada de Yokuraka, Rila Lalio Sundera Brazil, Rila Lalio Kurikisa de Rakaharaka, Rila Lalio Kurugura Lerianda Rokota de Bre, Germany, Rika de Brishada de the EU, Raka Kurushunda de Brese, Rika de the Baltic States, Rise Gutara Kurege, Rinda de Broca de Dia Sola de Sola de Sola. From every island, India, from every cabal, global cabal, Yes, amen. Praise the Lord. From every coven of witches, warlocks, wizards, Necromancers, sorcerers, divinators, and liars. We bind you all from every cult. We bind you all in Jesus' name. We bind witchcraft from tribal groups, indigenous groups, and any group in the name of Jesus. We bind on Morgellons attacks. And we bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind the work of every druid. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications in Jesus' name. And all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, 
and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind our spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind every infirm spirit. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divine, confound, attack, reproach, Amen. Thank you, Lord. And reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender. Oh, yes, we return to senders. According to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, every hex, every vex, and all jujus returns in Jesus' name, returned immediately in Jesus' name. All astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. Those are your demons. You have them right back in Jesus' name. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all and every witchcraft attack through channeling the satellites and against the website in Jesus' name. Returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, and whatever else you've come up with in Jesus' name. Returning all Nigerian witchcraft in Jesus' name. Returning all tribal witchcraft and witchcraft done by the shaman in Jesus' name. Returning all Chaldean witchcraft and all Spanish witchcraft. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts. Binding magic spells for love, money, protection. Black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, folk magic spells binding the demons of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, magic patterns, even in numbers, binding synchrony in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, Devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, the Spirits and Works of the Oppressors, and the Spirit and the Children of Disobedience. 
martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab, and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank the Lord for it. Amen. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We cut off your your heads with the sword of the spirit in Jesus' name. We bind up your warfare and all the warfare of your reinforcements and send that evil back upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. We strip you of your armor and we break your death room in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you and send you into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. And we return them to the sender in the name of Jesus. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptations to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub. Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. And we bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ and send you into the spiritual cage for judgment. Amen. To the feet of Jesus. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, vow, pledge, ceremony, or requisite initiation. Amen. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry, and the work of all the associated organizations in Jesus' name. They shall have no dominion over us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the rituals of every secret society and their meaning. We bind insanity, pride, foolishness of our own opinions. We bind the work of error. We bind being misled. And we return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft and circling attacks, synchronized circling attacks. We bind you and we break your circles in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We place you underneath the feet of Jesus Christ. We send your fear, your harassments, and your witchcraft on your own heads as well as your mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind the gang stalkers and send their, we did that. We thank you, Father. For some reason, I want to go back. Okay, I'm going back. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we've had the gang stalkers to attack members of miracle. We destroy their plans. We destroy their strategies. We destroy their tactics, their maneuvers, their plans and orders, and all their agendas in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to sender now in the name of Jesus Christ. All their past, present, and future evil works back on their heads in the name of Jesus. Attached to them for all eternity in the name of Jesus Christ. We break them up. We send division into their ranks and civil war into their ranks in Jesus' name. We send civil war into their ranks in the name of Jesus Christ. We send civil war. We release it from the throne of God in Jesus' name. May the tactics they have used boomerang back on them in the name of Jesus. May the tactics they have used boomerang back on them in the name of Jesus Christ. They cease to prosper against us as a weapon. In Jesus' name. We break up the game in the name we break up the game never to be reconnected we turn their stockings back on them let the angel of the Lord chase them. Father, we plead the cause of the members of Miracle Internet Church, O oh Lord, with them that strive with them. Fight against them that fight against us. Take hold of shield and buckler for our help. 
Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute us, that say unto the and say unto our souls, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after our souls. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise our hurt. Let them be as chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid for us for hid for us their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for our souls. Let destruction come upon them at unawares, and let their net that they have hid catch themselves into that very destruction, let them fall. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We bind them and command them to leave us now in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are being heavily persecuted, Father, and those that were left behind in any place, even such as Afghanistan, in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Selves in the blood of Jesus and our mode of transportation, whatever that may be. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interferences in the road so that they do not cross our path. We thank you, Lord, that your angels have gone out before us. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, any dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away, and we pierce them through with the sword of the Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for your angels, your giant warrior angels protecting us and our property and our lives. All Whenever we rest, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the wall of fire. We pull out, in the name of Jesus Christ, every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, voodoo, and whatever wickedness the enemy has been working against us 
In Jesus' name, we send it back. It belongs to you, devil, not to us. We destroy it and cut away from ourselves and set aflame. Silver cords, ley lines, ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, league, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy and tear down all walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, satans, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such. In the name of Jesus, we break the power of their charms, their love spells, their vexes, hexes, and curses, their fetishes, their death spirits, bewitchments, potions, and jinxes, all their mind control, all their brain frequency meditation, all their psychic prayers, voodoo, and magic, all their destruction, all their sickness, all their torment and pain, all their psychic warfare and psychic powers they use, Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. On All their prayer chains. All those familiar devils, Lord, that keep trafficking us, we bind them in the name of Jesus. We disconnect ourselves from them in the name of Jesus. The incense and candle burnings, the incantations, the chanting, the ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystals, root work. And all tribal rituals and sin and everything sent to us by the enemy's camp. We send it right back in the name of Jesus. It's not ours. We don't have to put up with it. Thank you, Lord. We send back all those spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery. And whomever, devil, you're trying to use against us. You will not be able to use them against us in Jesus' name. We send back all spirits of blindness, spirits of bondage, heaviness, and hate in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for covering us in the blood. We thank you for leading us and guiding us. And we release Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7 over every member of Miracle Internet Church. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So tonight, our featured psalm is Psalm 27, Psalm 2-7. Our verse for meditation comes from the Gospel of John. John chapter 8, verse 12, and our featured e-book is Prince of the Air, Sons of Belial. Very good book in Jesus' name. So tonight we're going to talk about we have been healed. We have been healed. Amen? We have been healed. God took care of that for us. We have been healed. So, if you'll join me in Psalm 145, we'll begin. Psalm 145, beginning with verse 8. Psalm 145, beginning with verse 8. Amen. The Lord is gracious and 
full of compassion, slow to anger, and of great mercy. The Lord is good too, and his tender mercies are over all his works. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. Saints, many of us need a more complete understanding of the Lord's willingness to heal. Really? That's right. That means more than when you cut your finger, even though that's included. When your mind isn't working properly, God is willing to heal. When your feelings are hurt, God is willing to heal. When you think your heart is broken, God stands ready and willing to heal. When any part of you is under attack, God is ready and willing to heal. Amen? We should always remember that. And it should never be a thing where we wonder if. We should know that we know that we know that we know. Amen? Many saints just ask the Lord over and over and over again to heal them without realizing that by his stripes We have been healed. Strike, yes. With the cat of nine tails. Yes. On the way to Calvary. Yes. By his strike, we have been healed. First Peter chapter two verse twenty four. First Peter chapter two verse twenty four. First Peter, you know, when you bump your toe, you usually say, ouch, not by his stripes I have been healed. Amen. When you trip over something and land on the ground, you usually let out this painful sound. But then you should hear, by his stripes I have been healed. Amen. First Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. So where did Jesus bear our sins? In his own body on the tree, on the cross of Calvary. That's where he bore our sin. It says it right there. That we, now being dead to sin, because he took it in his own body, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye 
were healed. By whose stripes ye were healed. You know, in the wilderness, God told Moses to make a pole and put a serpent upon it. And that serpent represented sin. It represented sin and corruption. And whoever would look upon it, and it was a depiction, a shadow, a foreshadowing of Jesus on the cross taking our sin in his own body. Whoever would look upon it would be healed. So God was explaining to them what his plan was. We are recipients by faith of that plan. Amen? Amen. By whose... Now, those of you who have not highlighted this in your Bible, you need to go find your highlighter there. By whose stripes ye were healed. Were is still past tense, just as it was in grade school. That has not changed. It already happened. Past tense still means that the event is in the past. It's already happened. So, saints, we are already healed. We have to allow it to take over where it needs to take over in us. And we don't need to let our thoughts or any backwardness in our lives get in the way. You know, some people are are at the place, well, I asked Jesus to heal me. Why I'm not healed? Because they have one of these microwave mentalities. Healing is a process. They think everything happens just like they push their cell phone. You hit the thing and it's supposed to do something instantly. Well, feel free to repent of that. Because God doesn't work on the microwave philosophy. You know, push and go. That's not him. It's a process. Deliverance doesn't work that way either. There are people who actually so ill-informed that they think all deliverance is, as we say a few words, we tell you to cough the demon out, and that's it. We've got news for you. Hang in there. You'll catch on. They think anybody can say it. Sure. I don't think so. Uh Uh-huh. Amen. <laughs> we'll come we'll come to that another day. So we need to clearly understand that God is not withholding healing from us. He wants us healed. Amen. He really, really, really wants us healed. He wants our weak faith healed too. That's right. You know, endurance comes with faith. That's right. 
It has to develop right alongside. It has to, it's, it's part and partial of it. You can't say I have faith and I have no patience not working. It doesn't work that way. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's right. God is much desirous of our complete restoration. God wants us to be restored completely. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. Some of us still do not realize that we don't have to beg God to heal us. He wants us healed. Yes, we have to ask, but no, we don't have to beg. Yes, we have to ask. He tells us to ask. Ask, seek, knock. He tells us to. He tells us to ask in faith, believing. He tells us that when we ask, we should be believing so that we will receive. Amen. It's part of growing. Nor do we have to fight God to get healed. Some people think they just have to just have to punch at it all day, just the same old thing, just bang, 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 bang. No, God wants you healed. You don't have to fight with God to get healed. He has already fought Satan and won on our behalf. Many times we have ideas in our minds which interfere with our receiving such healing. Many, 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 many times. We have ideas in our minds which interfere with our receiving such healing. Worry is one of them. Uh-huh. Worry is one of them. A failure to believe the truth is another. Unforgiveness is yet another. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He knows and understands your body, your soul, and your spirit. He doesn't need a new introduction. He already knows. You come before him to acknowledge the truth and to confess your sins and to make requests to ask for what you need. He is not ill-informed nor uninformed concerning your case. When we are sick, we think differently. When we are sick, we think differently. It affects our minds and our thoughts and our beliefs. When we are sick, we think differently. 
You need to know that about yourself. From when we feel just fine. When we feel fine, we think one way. When we're sick, we think a different way. And it's the case with humans, even children. Amen? We become weary with sickness if it lasts longer than we're willing to tolerate. We become weary with sickness if it lasts longer than we're willing to tolerate. Point that we may be out of sorts even due to pain. We may be out of sorts and grumpy and hard to get along with because we're actually in pain. We may be further stressed when the medical community is not acting in our best interest. When they are not living up to what are sworn to do. We may even be upset when our caretakers become weary in well-doing. We may tend to take everything personally. Everything. Yet the Lord is gracious, overflowing with compassion for us. You know, most of us are used to getting up, going, and doing when we get ready and when we feel like it. We don't want anything hindering or messing up our plans. And sickness is despised by most people because it interferes with what people really want to do. And Christians aren't any different. It hinders you from doing what you want to do or what you had planned to do or what you need to do, and you don't want to have to put up with it. Not only do we sometimes think that way, sometimes we think we're in this all by ourselves, as if there's never been anybody else on earth that has the sickness or the affliction that we have. It's just brand new. We've got the flu, and we act like nobody on earth has ever had the flu before. Yes, we do behave that way. Some of us, our marriage dissolves, and we tell ourselves that nobody on earth has ever gone through what we've ever gone through, and that's simply not the truth either. They don't understand how we feel. Yes, there is someone who does. In fact, there are many someones who do. Nobody's ever been betrayed the way we've been betrayed. Yes, they have. Temptation has come to you except that is common to man. When we're sick, when we're ailing, we think and we behave and we act differently. 
And we need to know that about ourselves. We're not our usual selves. We figure nobody else understands what it means to try to go up and down these steps in pain. Well, surprise, it's happened to somebody else before. Painful going from one place to the other. Nobody understands my pain. Yes, there's somebody who does. The doctor says it's incurable. Well, Jesus didn't say that. So now we've closed all those doors. We've acknowledged all of those exits for the pity party. So as soon as you finish closing all those doors, and there's some more, that's the end of the pity party. We feel like we're down in the dumps and somebody needs to come feel sorry for us. No. We need to get in the word and stop pretending that God has not already provided for our healing. Amen. When it's time to rest, to let our bodies restore, we need to do that. Whatever plan of action the Lord has provided for us, we need to do that. But we don't need to feel sorry for ourselves. That does not bring healing nor deliverance. Amen. Just thought I'd throw that in. Amen. Yes, the Lord is gracious. And he has compassion. The Holy Spirit is available to comfort us, especially when we ask him to. When we ask him to, he's right there waiting on you to decide to ask him to comfort you. No, you would rather sob for a whole hour until you have a headache. That's not the way to go. Your eyes would prefer that you not do that. It would be preferred that you ask the Holy Spirit to come and comfort you because he is the official comforter. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. The scriptures which speak of God's mercy, his love, his compassion toward us are the easiest to understand and receive. My heavenly Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit are helping me to receive my healing. Mm-hmm. Say to yourself, my heavenly Father, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are helping me to receive my healing. Say to yourself, my heavenly Father, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are helping me to receive my healing. Amen? God is helping us in the midst of our misery. 
Amen. Amen. God is helping you when you feel miserable. Praise the Lord. In showing his compassion everywhere in the healing of the sick, Jesus unveiled the compassionate heart of God to the people of all ages. Miracles have not passed away. Our miracle-working God is still on the scene working on our behalf. The exceeding greatness of his power is released toward us, saints. It's not floating out there in the cosmos somewhere. It's released directly to us. Let's visit Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward, to usward, to us, toward us, toward us who believe? according to the working of his mighty power. See, his power is mighty, and it works. Amen. Amen. That's right. The exceeding greatness of his power is released toward us, saints. I hope and pray that you will begin to understand how great is his power to help those who believe him. Who believe him. Those who believe him. It is the very same power which raised Jesus from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in heaven. When we center our thoughts on the love of God pouring out to us, it is easier to receive from him. Psalm 84, verse 11. Psalm 84, verse 11. Psalm 84, verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. God is our light and our protector. He gives grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk in uprightness. He says to us, I am the Lord that healeth thee. He says this to us. In Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17. Jeremiah. Chapter 30, verse 17. 
Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17. For I will restore health unto thee. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. God meant what he said. We need to choose to believe him. Amen. Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. And verse 34, Acts chapter 9, verse 34. And the Bible says, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make thy bed. Amen? Jesus Christ maketh thee whole, not just heal, whole. Luke chapter 5, Luke chapter 5, verse 17, Luke chapter 5, verse 17. It says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Now, there's some people uh, that have, let's say it this way, they have an insight that I don't necessarily agree with. I believe that the power of the Lord is always present to heal. We don't have to wait. We aren't waiting for the pool of the Bethesda anymore. We're not waiting for anything. God's power is present to heal. We need to release some faith. We need to believe our God in his word. Amen? The Bible says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Well, now, saints, the Lord lives within you. He abides in you by the Holy Spirit. So that means he's present to heal you. I'll let you think about that for a while. I'll let you think about that for a while. Grace is God's unmerited gift of divine favor not only in our salvation, but also in his divine influence operating on our behalf. God's grace is generous towards us. God's grace is an avenue for change. God's grace displays his willingness to help and his concern for us. God's grace energizes us. 
God's grace motivates others to come alongside to help us. God's grace often brings us to the right thing just in time. God's grace gave Joseph the strength to persevere. God's grace overcame Moses' doubt, continued to guide him all the way. God's grace brings his blessing to us. God's grace brings his blessings to us. Amen? So, let's visit 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And God is able, and now we've talked about it a little more, we also know he's willing to make all grace, all grace, all grace abound toward you. God is able to make all grace abound toward you. But you have to believe that. God is able to make all grace abound toward you. But you have to believe that. I can tell you, you can read it. We can sing a song about it, but you have to believe it. Amen? You have to believe it. God is well able and willing to cause our lives to overflow with his divine abilities toward us. God is well able and willing to cause our lives to overflow with his divine abilities toward us. But we must believe him for it and ask him for it. That's right. Instead of allowing frustration to continue, stop. Instead of allowing frustration to continue, Stop. Bind frustration in Jesus' name. Your heavenly Father for more grace. Ask your heavenly Father right there in the midst of whatever it is for more grace. There is no situation that he does not have. Grace to cover. Amen? Saints, we must make ourselves open and available to receive more grace.
truth. It's the truth. In 2 Kings chapter 20, verse 5, 2 Kings chapter 20, verse 5, the Lord um, was talking to Hezekiah. He had something to say. I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee. Well, saints, if God can say that to Hezekiah, he can say it to anybody. Hezekiah wasn't so special that God wouldn't say it to anybody but him. God is no respecter person. He loves Hezekiah. He loves you too. Kings. First Kings chapter eight verse fifty six. First Kings. First Kings chapter eight verse fifty six. First Kings. Chapter eight verse fifty six. Blessed be the Lord that hath given rest unto his people Israel, according to all that he promised. There hath not failed one word of all his good promise. God's promises don't fail. God's promises do not fail. There is no failure in him. Amen? Proverbs chapter 7. Proverbs chapter 7. Amen. Proverbs chapter 7. Verse 2. Keep my commandments. In other words, obey my commandments. And live. And my law as the apple of thine eye. Bind them upon thy fingers. Write them upon the table of thine heart. Don't leave home without them. Obey my commandments. Keep my commandments. Honor my commandments. And live. And live, God said. Second Corinthians chapter one verse twenty. Second Corinthians chapter one verse twenty. Second Corinthians chapter one verse twenty. For all the promises of God in him are yea and in him amen. Unto the glory of God by us. God is very certain of his word. We looked it up the other day, that his word is forever settled in heaven. Now, we need it settled in our hearts. We must understand, saints, 
that as long as we are in this world, our bodies, minds, and souls are subject to being attacked by Satan because that's what he does. He goes around deliberately looking for someone to attack. He's going to be Satan, okay? That's what we're saying. He's going to act like him, so don't be shocked. That's what he does. Now, we must do what God has taught us to do. We must submit ourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Stand your holy ground, saints. Stand your holy ground. Healing from God is yours. It's yours. The blessings will flow until you have reached the limit of your expectation. Really? That's right. In 2 Kings chapter 4, there was this woman who was the wife of a prophet, and her husband died. And the creditor came to take her son to be bondsman, to work for him. And so she went to Elisha, and he asked her, what could he do for her? And she explained her situation, and she told him that she didn't have anything in the house but a pot of oil. So he told her, go borrow some vessels, get you some more pots and some more vessels, empty ones, and don't borrow a few. Borrow a lot of them. And when you're coming to the house, shut the door upon thee and thy son. Shut the door and pour out into all those vessels. And thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet another vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more, and the oil stayed. Ah! The blessings poured out till there was no further room to receive. As soon as the door was shut, the blessing poured forth. God is willing to do, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. His love is so great, could not be fully gratified by blessing all the holy beings in the universe. Therefore, it is extended to his enemies throughout the whole earth. Never doubt God's willingness to bless saints. He's in the blessing business. The heart of God reaches all. Matthew chapter 5, verse 45. Matthew chapter 5, verse 45. Matthew chapter 5, verse 45. That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, 
and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Amen? Amen. So, I hope we understand that God is not only willing, but he desires for us to be healed wherever healing is needed. Amen? And he has already made all the necessary provisions for us to receive. Amen. Amen. God heals people actually that don't have any faith. <laughs> and that is the truth. <laughs> he actually does. We've seen him do it. People that, I mean, you try to pour faith down their throat and it didn't work. <laughs> so because the saints came into agreement, God healed them. God is very loving saints. Never think that he just won't heal you. That wouldn't be the truth about him. And thou shalt not bear false witness against thy Lord. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy Lord. Amen. God is ready to help anybody who's willing to do it his way. Amen. Yes, even your rebellious grown children. He's a good God all the time, all the time. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. Yes, sir, I heard what you said. I need to do what you said, Lord. Mm. All right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a mob reportedly made up as many as 10,000 men began burning down, looting, and otherwise violently assaulting Thank you. Amen. Ah. There we go. Violently assaulting Christian communities in Jaranwala, Pakistan, on Wednesday in response to reports that a Christian man had allegedly desecrated a Quran. The Pakistani newspaper Dawn, citing local Christians in the northern Pakistani region of Punjab, documented the burning down or otherwise complete destruction of at least five churches. Hmm. Think about that. The British Asian Christian Association 
an international aid group that serves persecuted Christians in Pakistan, reported that the mob destroyed over 500 homes and left tens of thousands of Christians homeless. Muslim mob violence in Pakistan, an officially Islamic state, is common. Islamic mobs often riot when rumors spread of a Christian allegedly desecrating a Quran, insulting the Islamic figure Muhammad, or otherwise offending the religion. That makes them real touchy now, doesn't it? Always offended. Offended when it's just a rumor. Islamists have also rioted over international news. It didn't even happen in their locale, okay? Such as riots in support of the Charlie Hebdo massacre of 2015 or riots against France following the beheading of teacher Samuel Paddy, which the French government condemned. Christians are often the targets of such violence, and local police rarely intervene effectively particularly when the mob attacks are triggered by allegations of blasphemy. Blasphemy is a crime in the Pakistani penal code, punished by death when directed at Muhammad personally. Pakistan has never in its history executed a person for blasphemy, but mobs have extrajudicially killed or separated or severely injured untold numbers over the alleged crime. Many of those killed for blasphemy are not charged with the crime, and little evidence exists that the blasphemy occurred. So they're just pretty much a wild mob doing whatever they feel like doing. Whenever they just get, you know, the idea in their minds that that's what they ought to do, that's what they ought to do. Many of those killed... Okay, Christians in Pakistan are disproportionately poor and some accused of crimes such as writing on a Koran are illiterate, making the accusations impossible. So that means folks are telling lies. The incident triggered on Wednesday reportedly began when Muslims in Jaranwala began accusing Salim Maish, a Christian man believed to work as a cleaner, of desecrating a copy of the Koran, the Islamic holy book. According to the British Asian, Asian Christian Association, the violence began when Islamic officials used mosques to make community an- announcements demanding that mobs organize and begin destroying Christian communities in response. The affected regions, including Sinamabasti, Christian Town, and Essanagar, have witnessed the destruction of over 500 houses, the organization detailed. According to reports provided by on-ground volunteers, pastors Muratib and Moon a tumultuous mob of approximately 
10,000 individuals has wreaked havoc within the Christian town. The Pakistani newspaper Dawn reported that pastors had confirmed the burning down and looting of at least five churches in the community throughout Wednesday. So there are at least five, and there are probably more. Images on social media showed smoke rising from the church buildings that had been dragged from them. A Christian cemetery was also vandalized. So now what are you going to do in a Christian cemetery? Those people are already dead and gone. What what purpose does that serve? Which tells you where these people's minds are, as well as the local government office. Videos from the greater Falasabad area showed large crowds of men starting fires around churches looting the homes of Christians, and chanting anti-Christian slogans. In one such video, one police officer appears in front of a crowd of what appears to be hundreds of people calmly attempting to address the men and being as ignored as they continue ransacking what appears to be a residential community. Bishop Azad Marshall, the president bishop of the Church of Pakistan, posted a message on Twitter on Wednesday stating that the churches were burned as he was writing and demanding police take action. Words fail me as I write this. We bishops, priests, and lay people are deeply pained and distressed at the Jaranwala incident and the Falisalabad district in Pakistan. A church building is being burnt as I type this message, he wrote. Bibles have been desecrated and Christians have been tortured and harassed, having been falsely accused of violating the Holy Quran. We cry out for justice and action from law enforcement and those who dispense justice and safely safety of all citizens to intervene intermediately and assure us that our lives are valuable in our own homeland that has just celebrated independence and freedom, he demanded. The mob attacks appear to be ongoing at press time, though local police claim they are organizing a response. Since Geo TV cited the information minister, for Pajab, a mere mere claiming dozens of people have been arrested for their participation in the mob attack and that police believe the eruption of violence was not spontaneous. There was a plan to disturb the peace by inciting public sentiment. After the desecration of the Holy Quran, the ang- angry protesters reacted strongly. Murr claimed. Apparently accepting the alleged blasphemy as a fact, GOTV added that Murr claimed police were working swiftly to investigate the tragic incident of the desecration of the holy book, the Quran. Presumably, though Murr did not clarify if he was also investigating Bishop Marshall's report of desecrations of Bibles. Astoundingly claimed 
No one was injured, nor was there any loss of life in the riot. Contradicting the on-the-ground reports from the British Asian, Asian Christian Association, which alleged thousands of injuries. Juliet Chowdhury, trustee for the British Asian Christian Association, issued a statement accusing the police of doing little to nothing to protect Christian lives. Regrettably, there appears to be a distinct absence of law enforcement or military personnel intervening to prevent and defuse this violence, she said. Equally concerning is the lack of emergency services or non-governmental organizations offering aid or assistance in these dire circumstances. The police chief, Usman Anwar, said on Wednesday afternoon that the situation was under control. Well... Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the uh, adjudications of the righteous judge concerning this situation and other similar situations in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a federal appeals court delivered a major free speech victory on Tuesday, ruling that Washington, D.C. officials selectively enforce statutes to arrest pro-life activists but not Black Lives Matter protesters in 2020. But the bias in the federal court system cannot be denied. According to Spreely Talk Show host Doug Billings, the details will blow you away. In the summer of 2020, thousands of Black Lives Matter protesters Flooded D.C. and over several weeks, they covered the streets, sidewalks, and storefronts with paint and chalk. While these markings violate the district's defacement ordinance, no protesters were arrested. However, the district police officers were quick to arrest two pro-life advocates in a smaller protest for chalking, quote, black Preborn lives matter, end of quote, on a public sidewalk outside of a D.C. Planned Parenthood facility. The government may not enforce the laws in a manner that picks winners and losers in public debates, reads the D.C. Circuit opinion penned by Judge Naomi Rayo, reversing a lower court's decision. It would undermine the First Amendment's protections for free speech if the government could enact a content-neutral law and then discriminate against disfavored viewpoints under the cover of prosecutional discretion. This amendment prohibits discrimination on the basis of viewpoint irrespective of the government's motive, the three-judge panel ruled. We hold the foundation has plausibly alleged the district discriminated on the basis of viewpoint in the selective enforcement of its defacement ordinance. We therefore reverse the dismissal of the foundation's First Amendment claim and and remand for further proceedings. Alliance Defending Freedom filed the lawsuit on behalf of members 
of the Frederick Douglass Foundation and Students for Life of America. The three-judge panel was comprised of Judges Robert Wilkin, Naomi Ray, and Michelle Chow. ADF Senior Counsel Aaron Hawley, Vice President of the ADF Center for Life and Regulatory Practice, who argued before the court on behalf of the pro-life organization, said, Washington officials can't censor messages they disagree with. The right to free speech is for everyone. And we're pleased the D.C. Circuit agreed that the Frederick Douglass Foundation and Students for Life should be able to exercise their constitutionality and freedom to peacefully share their views the same as anyone else. Every American deserves for their voice to be heard as they engage in important cultural and political issues of the day. Frederick Douglass Foundation, Virginia Chapter, President J.R. Gurley issued a statement praising the court's decision. The city shouldn't allow some groups to participate in the public forum and shun others from doing so just because city officials disagree with their viewpoint, Gurley said. The First Amendment protects our right to peacefully share our pro-life message in Washington, D.C., without fear of unjust government punishment, and thankfully, the D.C. Circuit agreed. Students for Life of America President Kristen Hawkins also celebrated the decision and noted that free speech rights you are afraid to use don't really exist. It's very encouraging that there was a unanimous 3-0 decision in favor of free speech rights of pro-life students in our nation's capital, Hawkins said, continuing. Viewpoint discrimination is un-American, and as the case proceeds, we look forward to learning more about how D.C. officials picked winners and losers in their enforcement. Free speech rights you're afraid to use don't really exist, and we will keep fighting for the rights of our students to stand up for the pre-born and their mothers and against predatory abortion industry led by Planned Parenthood. The case is Frederick Douglass Foundation versus District of Columbia number 21-7108 in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on such cases. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a federal judge in Delaware dismissed misdemeanor tax charges against Hunter Biden on August 17th. That would be yesterday. In a move that was widely expected after his sweetheart deal with federal prosecutors was put on hold last month. The U.S. District Judge Mary Ellen Norica, who was appointed by President Donald Trump and is presiding over the case, dismissed the charges against the younger Mr. Biden. The decision came after Special Counsel David Weiss, the U.S. Attorney for the United States District Court for the District of Delaware, and the federal prosecutor leading the case against Mr. Biden 
earlier asked the judge to dismiss the charges, citing venue problems. Dismissing the two misdemeanor tax charges against Mr. Biden potentially allows for new charges to be brought against him in another jurisdiction, such as California or Washington, D.C., as part of Mr. Weiss's ongoing probe. The government, in the exercise of its prosecutorial discretion, is considering what tax charges to bring in another district and may elect to bring the same charges set forth in the instant information or different ones. Prosecutors said in court filings last week, Mr. Weiss was appointed as special counsel on August 11th by Attorney General Merrick Garland, meaning he will oversee the case United States versus Robert Hunter Biden, as well as for any other matters that arise from the ongoing investigation into the president's son, who is also being investigated for possible foreign lobbying violations. On Tuesday of this week, Mr. Weiss advised me that in his judgment, his investigation has reached a stage at which, is, at which he should continue his work as a special counsel, and he asked to be so appointed, said Mr. Garland in announcing Mr. Weiss's appointment last week. Upon considering his request, as well as the extraordinary circumstances relating to this matter, I have concluded it is in the public interest to appoint him as special counsel. This appointment confirms my commitment to provide Mr. Weiss with all the resources he requests. It also reaffirms that Mr. Weiss has the authority he needs to conduct a thorough investigation and to continue to take the steps he deems appropriate pendently based only on the facts and the law, Mr. Garland said. Multiple Republicans, Lawmakers have raised concerns that Mr. Weiss, who earlier signed off on the sweetheart deal for Mr. Biden, will not remain impartial in the case against the president's son, while others have questioned whether or not he is qualified enough to hold the latest role. Two IRS whistleblowers have also alleged that Mr. Weiss has been restricted by the Department of Justice from filing certain charges against Mr. Biden and that the president's son has received preferential treatment. Mr. Biden's two misdemeanor charges stem from his failure to pay taxes on time in 2017 and 2018, and each carries a prison term of up to one year upon conviction. The president's son had earlier this year agreed to a plea to plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax evasion charges and accept probation in a third charge in which he acknowledged lying on a federal firearm purchase form during a time when he was using illegal drugs. Under an agreed diversion program, Mr. Biden, if he complies with the terms, would be able to avoid further prosecution and would not go to jail for the gun charge, which is a felony. F-E-L-O-N-Y, and would carry up to 10 years in prison. However, the deal was rejected by Judge Noreka in July during a hearing amid confusion over a separate gun charge and questions about the immunity it would have granted Mr. Biden, 
who subsequently pleaded not guilty to the tax charges. Despite the sweetheart deal being rejected, lawyers for Mr. Biden said last week they consider the arrangement is still in effect because both sides had signed it. However, Mr. Weiss has said this is not the case and noted that the probation office did not sign off on the agreement. In some, because Ms. Margaret Bray, acting in her capacity as the chief United States probation officer, did not approve the now withdrawn diversion agreement, it never went into effect, and therefore none of its terms are binding on either party. Mr. Weiss wrote in a court filing earlier this week, seeing that the parties were at an impasse, the government informed the defendant in writing on August 9, 2023, that it was withdrawing the most recent version of its proposed plea and diversion agreements, Mr. Weiss said. That is why the government has asked the court to vacate its briefing order and has moved to dismiss the criminal tax information. My, 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 my. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his interventions and adjudications in such matters with more information forthcoming in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning police in the small central Kansas town of Marion raided a local newspaper office and the home of its publisher last week, seizing equipment and sparking claims of abuse of power and threats of legal action. Eric Meyer, the owner and publisher of the Marion County Records, said on the newspaper's website that four Marion police officers and three sheriff's deputies on August 11th carried out a raid on his home and the record office, seizing personal cell phones and computers. Mr. Meyer said that the police also seized the newspaper's file server and equipment that was unrelated to their search but was needed to continue publishing work. Our first priority is to be able to publish next week, Mr. Meyer was cited by the record as saying. But we also want to make sure no other news organization is ever exposed to the Gestapo tactics we witnessed today. A reporter for the record said on social media that she was injured in the raid, which she called chilling. The chief of the Marion, Kansas Police Department Gideon Cody forcibly yanked my cell phone out of my hand, so heads up that I will be without it, my phone, not my hand, for a while, reporter Deb Groover wrote in a post on Facebook. I filed a report with the Kansas Bureau of Investigation because a previously dislocated finger was re-injured, she added. I thought I lived in the United States, she wrote. The search warrant identifies several pages of items that law enforcement officers were allowed to seize and indicates that the raid was related to suspicion of having participated in identity theft of local business owner Carrie Carrie Newell. Questions have been raised about the legality of the search warrant, which was signed by Marion County District Court Magistrate Judge Laura Vier. And there are protections in federal law against searching and seizing 
materials from journalists. Normally, law enforcement is required to obtain a subpoena for such materials. Ms. Byers' office didn't immediately respond to a request for comment on questions about the legality of the warrant. Mr. Cody, the Marion County Police Chief, said in a statement that he cannot give details of what he said in a criminal investigation but explained that there are exceptions to a subpoena, namely when there is a reason to believe the journalist is taking part in the underlying wrongdoing. I believe when the rest of the story is available to the public, the judicial system that is being questioned will be vindicated, Mr. Cody said. The raid was based on a search warrant that focuses on allegations that there was probable cause of identity theft and unlawful computer acts targeting Ms. Newell. The confidential source had contacted the record with evidence that Ms. Newell had been convicted of drunken driving and continued to operate her vehicle without a license, according to the Kansas Reflector. Porter, with the record, reportedly verified the information provided by the source. But Mr. Meyer decided not to publish a story about the information, telling the Kansas Reflector that he thought the record was being set up. Instead, he said, he contacted the police. However, after the police notified Ms. Newell about the sensitive information provided by the source to the record, she reportedly publicly accused the paper at a city council meeting that it had illegally obtained and disseminated the document. Ms. Newell's public remarks at the meeting prompted Mr. Meyer to write an article apparently seeking to set the record straight, with the police raid taking place one day after. Although Ms. Newell was unavailable for comment, she said in a statement cited by the Kansas Reflector, the entire debacle was brought forth in an attempt to smear my name, jeopardizing my licensing through ABC, State Alcoholic Beverage Control Division harm my business, seek retaliation, and for personal leverage in an ongoing domestic court battle. Mr. Meyer said he plans to sue the city of Marion and the individuals involved in the raid. We will be seeking the maximum sanctions possible under the law, he said, per the record. Journalist Joel Mathis, who writes for the Kansas City Star, said in a post, Uh, on X, formerly known as Twitter, that his first newspaper job was for the record. Since we don't know the full details behind the raid, I'm not going to get into all the nitty-gritty, he wrote on August 12th in the Kansas City Star. But it's scary when the police raid a newspaper. It looks and smells like a threat to the First Amendment. Investigators had better have a good, even extraordinary justification for the search warrant. God help them otherwise. Clay Wirestone, the opinion editor for the Kansas Reflector, wrote in a post on X that the raid amounts to a threatening message being sent to journalists. No matter how the story shakes out, if officials return all the seized computers and cell phones this afternoon, a message has been sent, he wrote. The message conflicts with the tenets in society. 
it shuts down the ability of democracy's defenders to do their job. In the Kansas Reflector, Mr. Wirestone called the outrageous raid a grim threat to Kansas's First Amendment rights. Emily Bradbury, the executive director of the Kansas Press Association, said in a statement cited by Mr. Wirestone in the Kansas Reflector that the raid represented a crackdown on free speech. An attack on a newspaper office through an illegal search is not just an infringement on the rights of just journalists, but an assault on the very foundation of democracy and the public's right to know. This cannot be allowed to stand, Ms. Bradbury was cited as saying. In a statement, the Marion, Kansas Police Department said in its defense, the victim asked that we do all the law allows to ensure justice is served, and the department will do nothing less. The department said it believes it is the fundamental duty of the police to ensure the safety, security, and well-being of all members of the public, and that its commitment to doing so must remain steadfast, unbiased, unaffected by political or media influences. In order to uphold the principles of justice, equal protection, and rule of law for everyone in community. Anyway, as far as I understand, the uh, older gentleman who owned uh, the newspaper that was um, raided had a heart attack the very next day and died. So I feel pretty certain that when they get to the bottom of this, there'll probably be some more charges that are brought forth. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his interventions and adjudications in this matter and other similar matters. We are requesting from the righteous judge concerning a foreign citizen identified only as E.M. Spector has been jailed on allegations of espionage. RIA News Agency reported on Thursday, citing the left for Tova court in Moscow. Court declined to provide details of the charges, saying they were classified. If convicted, Specter faces 10 to 20 years in prison. According to the unconfirmed media reports, Specter is an American citizen of Russian origin and may be the same Eugene or Jean Specter convicted of bribery charges in 2021. RIA noted that a man with similar initials was sentenced by the Austin Kinko Court in June that year to four years in a maximum security colony. The charges involved mediating a large bribe in Anastasia Akaliseva, wherever that is, formerly an assistant to Arkady Dorkovich, a deputy prime minister from 2012 to 2018. After that sentence was overturned on appeal, Specter received a three and a half years in a new, new trial in 2022. News of Specter's arrest comes a day after U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken phoned Paul Whelan, 
a former U.S. Marine convicted of espionage in 2020. The Russian Federal Security Service alleged that Whelan accepted a flash drive from one of its undercover agents, believing it contained a classified list of its active duty members. Whelan's defense argued he was after photos from an event he had attended, that he was a victim of entrapment, and that the entire trial was a sham. In April, Russia said it caught Wall Street reporter Evan Gershovic red-handed in attempting to obtain state secrets about military industry operation. He is still in pretrial detention. Washington considers both Whelan and Gershkovich wrongly detained and is reportedly exploring options to have them freed in a prisoner swap. Whelan was infamously left out of the December 2022 exchange in which Washington swapped Russian businessman Victor Bout for convicted drug smuggler and basketball star Brittany Griner. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication and interventions in such matters. Amen? Amen. We want to thank the Lord for everything he does to help us down here. You know, we live in the wild, wild west, and worse, actually, far worse, you know, when the when the TV show came out, The Wild Wild West, it wasn't as bad as what we're actually living in. So we want to thank the righteous judge for every single thing he does to uncover what's happening while they've got all this other stuff floating around to keep us from finding out what's really going on in the background, which they've been doing all of our lives. Amen. Amen. Brother Marshall, it's time to pray. Thank you, Father, that you've adopted us. Thank you for the spirit of adoption. I certainly didn't deserve it, but we thank you for sending Jesus to hang and bleed and die on that tree in our place to take our our whippings, our punishment. Go to the whipping post for us, as some people say, but much, much, much worse. Because Jesus was one with you, Father, from the eternity past. But he endured that for that love that you have for all your creation, Father. And we thank you for that perfect love that casts out all fear. We ask as we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace in agreement with all the saints, Father, for your adjudications and all these different different situations that, that Pastor Sabrina has taken the time to go through, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for exposing the truth about all these things. Even as you said, in your word, Jesus speaking in Luke 8:17, for nothing that's secret shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. In all these different areas, whether it's an allegation of people defaming the Koran, whether it's uh, allegations or, or truth about what's going on with these people in, in Kansas with the, with the newspaper, Father God, and all the different situations, Father God, but especially where those people are at risk, Father God. Some some people saying that Christians were injured in Pakistan. Some people say they weren't. So we don't know the truth, but you do. In fact, you know what everyone's thinking, let alone what they're saying. 
You even know what we're dreaming. We might not even know what we're dreaming, but you know everything, Father. All things are naked and open to the eyes of him with whom we have to do, so we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace because of what Jesus did, because he hung there. For Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, who might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And Father, we ask for divine help and adjudications in every one of these situations, Father God, including those that have been harmed or potentially harmed in every one of these situations, Father God, that Pastor Sabrina's read through. And you said in Psalm 103, the Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. There seem to be a lot of people that have been oppressed, and we know that the, the, the uh, Christians in Pakistan are just like the Christians in Afghanistan and other areas, even the Christians in the Middle East, uh, the real believers, the one true, true creator God, even those in the United States, actually, uh, even those that are pro-life, just trying to do a little simple demonstration, Father God, have been uh, earmarked. And Jesus said, you know, if they if they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. And that's one of those promises in the Bible I'm not really particularly fond of, but Father God, it's in your word, and your word's forever settled in heaven. It says, we cannot be above our master. So, Father, we thank you. And we consider it all joy when we fall into various trials and temptations. And so, Father God, help me and help us all to set a watch before our mouths and keep the door of our lips. Be very, very careful what we say, what we communicate, Father God. And we speak blindness to our enemy, muteness to our enemy, and may only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to each and every one of us in Jesus' name because of the blood of the covenant. And we thank you for hiding us in the secret place of the Most High, protecting all the saints, Father God, even as Brother Bill has been kind enough to point out the scriptures from Job 28, 7 and 8. Uh, there's a, what is it? There's a place that the foul does, the vulture's not, eye does not seen it. But Father God, even the scripture we're going to be meditating on, this, the psalm we're going to be reading through coming up, Psalm 27. You said in the middle couple of verses there, well, not quite in the middle, beginning at verse 4, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Hey, we're supposed to be your house. And it says, if we're your house, we hold fast to rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. That's what your word says in Hebrews chapter uh, 3, verse 6. So sometimes it's a little bit hard to hold fast to rejoicing of the hope, especially if you're being accused of things that might not be true. Or even if you're being accused by those that just don't like you to use chalk to say that, that, uh, that uh, unborn black lives matter. Well, they do, because you created them all, Father God. You created every human being. Red and yellow, black and white. You didn't make any mistakes. Father God, you made ex you know exactly what you're doing. But you said, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold, ah, that's what we need to do, to behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple. Because we're your temple, Lord. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, and the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And who's that rock? That rock is Jesus. And now... Shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me? Therefore will I offer in this tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. <clears throat> so, Lord, help us to be ready and willing to do so, to offer sacrifices of praise, Father God, because you inhabit the praises of your people, not the, the boo-hoo of your people, not the, oh, I wish it was something else. Father, we're all here for such a time as this, Father. And you said in the last couple of verses of Psalm 5, 
Let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. What if they don't feel like it? Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor, while thou compass them as with the shield. We thank you for your favors the shield, especially for the Christians in Pakistan that have been, been uh, targeted by those uh, of a different faith. And we bind that spirit of anger. Satan, you're bound. You, the mind blind, are bound. You, the spirit of presumption. Every ungodly spirit, every, every unclean and perverse spirit, every mind blinding spirit, you, Satan, are bound. All your little underlings are bound. Every spirit. There have been a lot of spiritual wars throughout many ages, so through centuries, Father God, even with the, whatever it was, the, what the Catholics used to do against, the, against Islam, Father God, cut out the Roman Catholics. Father God, we ask for your divine help and intervention. You said we're supposed to um, reflect your love because you are love. But, Lord, it's a very challenging thing to love those that are trying to harm or destroy people's houses that they're living in or trying to burn down the church meetings, the church buildings. You, you, of course, you can't burn. Well, you, they've been known to do that, too. But, Father God, you said, if we have not love, what does it say? It's in 1 Corinthians 13. If we have not love, we're nothing. If we give our bodies to be burned, we're nothing. Well, Jesus provided himself a lamb for a burnt offering. We need to reckon ourselves dead to the old man, dead to ungodly fear, dead to carrying grudges, dead to ungodly fear, dead to every ungodly spirit. Father, we ask you to send the Holy Spirit to minister to those Christians that are wanting to take revenge themselves. You said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. And we ask you to, to pay those back, Father God, that have come against the body of Christ the way you see fit, Father God. Those people, Father God, whether it's in the U.S. judiciary, whether it's in uh, the people in Pakistan, whether it's, it's the people involved with this business, well, the, what's going on with Hunter Biden, with the people involved with, with what's going on with Russia and all this business, Father God, said he made a pit and digged it, has fallen into the ditch which he made. His mischief shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealings shall come down upon his own pate. But <laughs> I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Father, you gave Jesus, that's the name above all names, that whose name every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But before that actually happens, because he is Lord of all, he's still Lord of all, before that actually manifests in this realm, Father God, there's a little challenge. And you said there's going to be the revelation of the Antichrist. You said in the last days there'll be a great falling away. So, Father God, you said the righteousness of a nation will exalt it, but Father God, if, 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 the, if those in authority are not righteous, the people groan and mourn. And Father God, there seems to be a little bit more groaning and moaning in certain nations, Father God, not just the United States, from several nations, not just Ukraine, and the people have a right there to groan and moan, don't they? But, but, but Father God, we're supposed to cast all of our cares upon the Lord Jesus and leave them there to help us and help those Christians, Father God, that have been maligned and, and picked on in every nation, not just in Pakistan, to be able to cast their cares on you and to know what you want them to do individually. Help each of us to know what you want each of us to do. All of us in the sound of my voice and all of our family members, all those that are and coming into the body of Christ, to know how we're supposed to conduct ourselves, Father God, in Jesus' name. Because we don't really know. We don't, I don't know. He said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all men liberally and the bread of not. So, Father, for every one of these situations, 
we do thank you, Father God, that there was a, looks like, uh, a, a, a support of the First Amendment, which is quite encouraging, actually, even in, in the District of Columbia, which is astonishing indeed. So we thank you, Lord, for, for that, for those people, those three judges that thought, well, yes, yes, we can't be picking and choosing. So we thank you, Father God, for them standing up for what looks like is based on the U.S. Constitution, which we used to be under. And Pat Holliday said Donald Trump said, we're back under the U.S. Constitution. We're not part of that, what is it, the corporation of the United States of America anymore. I don't know how that's manifesting, Father God. Some people say that this current head of this regime, this Biden group, that he's the legal head of the corporation of the United States of America, which is bankrupt and going to go away. Bye-bye. So, Father God, and good riddance to it, Father God, when the time is right. But help us all to be prepared in the way you want, Father, in Jesus' name, because we know they have all kinds of nefarious plans. I don't know what all is going on, Father God. We ask for adjudications in every one of these areas, Father God, including what's going on with Hunter Biden, Father God, in Jesus' name. All the little dealings under the table. And who is this guy who's been special counsel with it, whether he's qualified to do it, whether he's truly unbiased? Hmm. If he's a judge, I mean, not judge, if he's a lawyer, isn't he beholden to uh, the crown in England? Hmm. Hmm. That, that's a whole other story. I don't understand all these things, Father God, but you do. And, we, and, and whether this attorney general, whether he actually is legally the attorney general, whether he actually did take an oath of office to defend the Constitution, because I hear that some of these people who are very high level never actually had this all signed and notarized, which I legally required to do, that they going to defend the Constitution. So is he legally the, is he, is he able to do what he's doing and appoint this Weiss fellow? Uh, you know everything that's going on, Father. We ask for your divine help and adjudication from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, according to Proverbs 18, 10, according to the end of Psalm 91, because he set his love upon me, we set our love upon you, King Jesus, upon you, Heavenly Father. Why do we love you? Because you first loved us. Even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. And you set forth your Son to be that substitute in the sacrifice, the propitiation of his faith and his blood, to declare his righteousness for the mission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. What kind of sin is going past? Uh, carrying grudges, um, taking anxious thought for tomorrow, murmuring and complaining, Father God, and beginning frustrated. Forgive me, Father. I repent for entertaining any spirit of frustration with what's going on in the world. We're all here for such a time as this. Did uh, Esther, in the book of Esther, was she real happy about being there for such a time as that? When she prayed and fasted for three days, had nothing to eat or drink for three days? Because she figured, oh, well, all of her people are going to get wiped off the face of the earth because uh, her husband, the king, of the, was the ruler of that area. That's our serious, whatever his name was. That, that he gave this authority to this man who didn't like the Jewish people because her uncle didn't lick his boots, didn't kiss down and bow down to him. Well, there's some people that don't like it when Christians don't bow down to ungodly authority, Father God, in Jesus' name. And people who believe in the one true God don't yield to worshiping Satan. You told us not to bow down and worship to those things. You said in the book of Daniel that people were forced to bow down and worship something when they heard the sound of the music and all that business. They're supposed to worship this golden idol. But we're not supposed to be worshipers of idols because idols cannot save us. There's only one true God. And we ask you to save us, Father. He said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Shall be sozo, saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole, including the Christians in every area, in every nation, Father God, not just Pakistan, not just the United States, not just in Ukraine, 
There are Christians in Ukraine, Christians in Russia, Christians in China, Father God, Christians in every nation, Father God. And in Kansas, yes, in Kansas. And I don't know what's going on with all this business in Kansas and Mary in Kansas, Father God. Extraordinary thing that Dr. Sabrina found. But we ask that you bring it to light, Father God, the way you said you're going to over and over again in your word. Because you know what's going on. And there are some reporters that actually to try, to try, try to get the truth out, usually in alternative media. But no, some of them only get part of it out. Some of it works rather diligently, Father God. Some people even go to the southern border of the United States to expose things that you don't hear about elsewhere. So, Father God, we ask that everything come to light in your time and in your way. And this business about whoever E.M. Inspector is being jailed on allegations of espionage, I have a feeling there's been quite a bit of espionage, Father God, which we don't hear about, including things involving uh, different nation states. Of course, they want to get rid of nation states. They want to just have one big new world order ruling everything. We bind the spirit behind that, that of uh, dictatorial new world, or, new world order insanity. Father. We bind the spirit of insanity, Father God. It seems to be running rampant. In, 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 throughout the globe, Father God, and we ask you to deliver all the children, the big children, the little children, especially those who call upon the name of the Lord. And we ask you to deliver us all. He said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. So he said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me, in Psalm 5015. So we're calling upon your name. That's the name above all names. That's the name higher than the name of Satan. Satan, you're bound, all your underlings are bound, every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and to destroy, coming against all those in every jurisdiction, all those that are trying to cover up what uh, Joe Biden's laptop, they've been trying to hide it for a long time. Most of the alternative news media knew that what was going on there because the FBI so reportedly supposed to be working for the benefit of the people. But there's some people that point out the hires up at the FBI because there have been some whistleblowers that have come out that say, that no, they're not really working for the benefit of the people. Father God, so how can we trust maybe the local police, maybe in Marion, Kansas, maybe they really are trying to do what's right. I don't know. You know. <clears throat> Jesus knows what's in every one of us. He knows what's in every man. What does it say? Where is that? It's, it's in, uh, I just read that earlier today. It's in um, the book of John, chapter 2. I think it's the end of the chapter. Help me, Jesus, to get there. I'm sorry I don't have every... Lord, you're helping me to hide the word in my heart that I will not send against you. Help me to do so, Father God. Because it says, uh, send about it, the last two verses of John chapter 2, Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men. And he need not that any should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. What's in man? Oh, the heart of man is desperately wicked and deceitfully wicked. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Father, can we bind those spirits, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. They're trying to hide things that are being done. The people that are whispering in secret, everything is going to be exposed. And we thank you for bringing it all to your light, Father God, bringing it all to light. You told us not to be afraid of them, Father God, in Matthew 10, 26, because Jesus, is, it's all going to come out. It's all going to be exposed. And we thank you for bringing it to light, Father God, because Jesus says, And fear them not, fear, <clears throat> fear not them which kill the body, but have no more, <clears throat> but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Now, who, could, who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell? Oh, the one who has all power in heaven and earth, who would that be? 
I think that's Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Why do I think that? Because it says so in your word, Father. So we ask you, because Satan is subject. He, he lost dominion on this earth because Jesus came and he did. Totally, totally defeated the enemy. And it says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, because we're supposed to be doing Jesus' bidding as part of his body. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them, yeah, even in Pakistan, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Thank you that you're with us all, because together with God, nothing shall be impossible. And we thank you that name above all names, that you're with us right now and always. And we give you praise and honor and glory. And it says in Jeremiah 10, 6, For as much as there is none like unto thee, O Lord, thou art great, and thy name is great in might. It says in Jeremiah 10, 6. But the Lord, Yahweh, the Lord is the true God. He is the living God, an everlasting king. At his wrath the earth shall tremble. And the nation shall not be able to abide his indignation. Thus, whether it's in Pakistan or the United States or any nation, thus shall you say unto them, the gods, the little gods, the, the political gods, the, the medical tyranny gods, the little gods, the, the gods of, of the corrupt media, the gods that have not made the heavens and the earth, they shall perish from under the earth and from under these heavens. So we thank you for your divine help and adjudication every, situ every single situation, Father, in Jesus' name, and we give you praise and honor and glory. Deliver all those in harm's way. Deliver the big children, the little children. If that man died of a heart attack after the newspaper was attacked, I don't know. Sabrina heard that. Where she gets this information, I'm not quite sure. The Holy Ghost leads her, and we thank you for that, Father God, for teaching her and teaching each of us. Those that are working for the devil, we buy every one of those witchcraft spirits, every spirit of ungodly control. <clears throat> trying to control people through their psychological warfare because that's what it's been involved in. It may not be a boom-boom uh, kind of warfare with uh, nu uh, buns, guns, and maybe in Ukraine it still is, but maybe it is in some areas in, in Pakistan to a degree. But, Father God, we know, Father God, our weapons not against, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places, including in the governments of different nations, Father God. We ask you to bring everything to light. And you said, kind of about that, about God, let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul and the soul of every believer. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid for me their net in the pit, which without cause they dig for my soul. We thank you for your help and adjudication, Father God. Let destruction come up unless they repent. We do pray for those who despitefully use this, even as Pastor Sabrina told us to pray, according to Matthew uh, 5.44 this evening. Let destruction, but if they do repent, that's awesome. That's the, it's your divine influence. You send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, and we thank you because you're still working on me, and you work on each of us day by day. Let destruction, those who have refused to repent, let destruction come upon him as unawares, and let his net, which he had hid, catch himself into that very destruction. Let him fall. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord, shall rejoice in his salvation. So, Father God, we do thank you. We don't thank you that the devils are subject unto us, but we rejoice that our names are written in heaven. Even as the, even as the uh, disciples 
came back to Jesus. Where was that? In Luke chapter 10. They said, oh, my goodness, you know, even, even the devils are subject unto us in your name. What, what now? Why is that? What's so important about the name of Jesus? When I was, a, an, a, a, was I, I forget what it's called, a volunteer associate chaplain, they got a new chaplain in there who had a different agenda. So he said, not pray in the name of Jesus. I said, oh, isn't that interesting? Why can't I pray in the name of Jesus? Because the previous chaplain, everybody, because they were Christians, this guy pretends to be a Christian. But Father God, you said, and the 70 returned again in Luke 10:17 with joy saying lord even the devils are subject to us through thy name what does jesus mean it means god our savior there's only one savior there's only one name under heaven whereby we must be saved you said whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved so for all those in harm's way whether it's in pakistan with those people that are demonstrating for the right to be able to say, hey, you know, abortion might not be a really good idea to kill babies that God created. might not be a very smart thing to do because you're going to have to face the righteous judge. It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. And if they want to use a little sidewalk chalk, we thank you for those judges that, that were able to uphold that First Amendment right. Father God, we ask that all the First Amendment rights of the United States be upheld, not just in that one case. And we thank you, Father God. We ask you, Father God, we can't seem to depend on the judiciary. We can't seem to depend on uh, what people used to depend on, whether it's doctors or police departments, to help them out, Father God, because you don't really know what spirits are in those people, Father God. At least you do, I mean, but we don't necessarily know. So we ask for discernment, every gift that you want to give us by your spirit, Father, in Jesus' name, Satan, you're bound, every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and to destroy. <clears throat> Coming against all the children, big children, little children, not just in Kansas, not just in Pakistan, not just in Washington, D.C., every nation, every area, Satan, you're bound. Every spirit of corruption, every spirit of mammon, every spirit of love of money is bound. Every spirit of bribery and all spirits behind espionage, every ungodly spirit, whatever the truth is, you know what it is, Father. Every ungodly spirit. Some people are saying, oh, we don't, don't need to go there. But, Father, you know what's going on. You know everything that's going on. So Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound in the name above all names, in the name of Jesus. And his is the name of exalted above all, including all the marine spirits are bound, Asmodus, Osmodus, Incubus, All in God's spirits are bound in Jesus' name because of the blood of the covenant. In Jesus' name. Because Jesus, who has purchased us with his own blood, has an interesting little thing he told us. He said, What is man that says in Psalm 8, verse 4, that thou art mindful of him, the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor, hast made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, yea, all sheep and oxen, yea, even the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the sea. Asmodus, Osmodus, Incubus, Cyprus, all marine spirits are bound. Your water dried up in Jesus' name. We're the soul of the earth, and the soul of the earth is absorbing that water and destroying it. Satan, you're destroyed. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest. He might destroy the works of the devil, says the first John 3, 8. And for, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he destroyed him that could have had the power of death. Satan doesn't have it anymore. Jesus has all power in heaven and earth. He has the keys of the kingdom. He doesn't just go there and, and say, oh, Satan, please give me the king, keys of the kingdom. No, he took them from us. He's the Lord of all. He's king of kings and Lord of lords. Even as Pastor Sabrina reminded us earlier, might have been on Wednesday, in his right, in his right hand, it says in Revelation 1.16, had seven, seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. His countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. 
When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. He laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. It has the keys of hell and of death. Jesus can never die again. And it says in Colossians, beginning of, I think it's chapter 3 or 4, that, that Christ is our life. And since Jesus is our life, we drink into one spirit with him. Since we've received his spirit, we know that when we leave our earthly body, we have a new body prepared in a new heaven. And we thank you for your divine help. And Thank you.